0: Hello and welcome everyone to episode 16 of the Apt EVs podcast. I'm your host Chris Rogers and today we'll be talking about the Aptera news for the week of June 13th through June 19th. In this week's episode we'll be talking about more thoughts following up on the beta trip prototypes of Aptera and an update on fundraisers. Hello and welcome everyone, I hope you all had a great week. If you missed the beta prototype webinar, Eptera has now made a recording available to watch in its entirety. Uh, I also provided a link to that in the show notes in last week's episode, and so you can find that there. Um, last week's episode, in fact, was was if you also want a slightly condensed version i I put together a clip of several highlights from that webinar along with my reactions to them additionally last wednesday aptera put out a condensed summary a condensed version that's about five minutes long or a little less than that um, which included functioning versions of animations that were included in the webinar if you watch the webinar live they there were a couple of clips that they weren't able to get working related to the computer-generated aerodynamic improvements, and they were able to get the, those working. In this condensed summary, it's the the title of the video is is I'm pretty sure the you know uh, June update, um, which it which I'm pretty excited about them doing. They did a, a May update and a, a June update and, and so now that they seem to be hitting a, a their stride on regular schedules. Um, I'm going to provide a link to that condensed summary video as well. You can get a, a very good idea on on what the changes were to the aerodynamics of the vehicle, the, the continued improvements to the hub motor technology, as well as the benefits of working with Roush, Roush excuse me, on the suspension of the vehicle and this is also the this is going to be the main focus of this week's episode where i wanted to start because with more time to digest the information that was presented in the webinar as well as looking at some of the images and visuals i wanted to talk about one key component of the app which is the size and this is something that i've seen come up online in discussions and i've thought about uh, myself it's a it's a critical issue because it impacts comfort performance practicality and it also has huge implications for sales both inside and well sales in the US in terms of what the best use cases are but sales outside of the US in terms of what regulations the the vehicle will need to meet you know where it classifies where it can be sold and when you first see renders of the vehicle at most people familiar with other three-wheeled vehicles, or even not familiar, it actually works better if you're not familiar with three-wheeled vehicles, the the instinctual reaction that that I've seen, because I, I both had this myself, and I don't know where this came from, and, and you see this regularly online and in comments on YouTube, is that the assumption is that the vehicle is fairly small. Something akin to Elio Motors is a... A three-wheeled vehicle and Arkimoto sells what they're they're calling a an FUV, a fun utility vehicle, and they're they're both ultra compact three-wheelers with an open wheel design. And in my mind, the first time I saw Aptera, I would have assumed that all three were around the same size, and that that really is not the the case because Aptera has gone with an entirely different approach with the vehicle and in, in that it's as long as a prius with about 25 cubic feet of storage space on the positive side this means that the vehicle is large enough to be a road trip car a camping vehicle or any of the normal needs that you would have for a passenger vehicle with you know grocery shopping or just regular shopping or, or moving and it's it's you know for a two-door passenger vehicle it's far less compact than you would imagine you know i, I frequently make the comparison to a, a a two-door a honda civic coupe and and it's not to say that a prius is large or anything um, but you know if you're thinking about you look at this car and you think about oh you know this is going to be easy to park in urban environments and that's not necessarily the case, f- just from a vehicle footprint standpoint, in terms of the area that it would take up. And so, I I want to talk through, you know, the basically the the size of the vehicle and and the more information that that we've gotten now with the the beta prototypes, with the the image that has or the images and graphics that they've the APTERA team has shared, as well as you know other information that we've gotten in the last couple of weeks. And firstly, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to focus on the positives first, and then and maybe go to you know some of the you know, the the concerns. Uh, I wanted to start off with by acknowledging how hilariously wrong I was in my quote-unquote assessment of the APTERA prototype way back in episode seven of this podcast. There were some photos that were posted online that were of the the latest prototype of APTERA, and in my mind. Because I I'd, I'd heard some webinars with uh, you know I think it was Eptera's uh, chief technology officer Nathan Armstrong talking about the improvements that were planned for the beta prototype of the vehicle. I assumed that all new versions that we were seeing of the vehicle of the vehicle were of the beta prototypes, but they were in fact subsequent alpha prototypes. In fact, I I think the the images that we saw were the pre-wrapped version of the sole prototype, and so I I you know i i went over the the images comparing them with my Zepruder film style re- review and basically made a clown of myself because the the vehicles the, the prototypes are exactly the same as everything else we'd seen in the vehicle there was no difference in the t- the size of the belly pan or, or interior space it, it's it is the same car and i just didn't realize that so without with the way you know um i wanted to return to the the size of the aptera especially the size of the 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 beta prototypes and we'll see what happens when we get to the the delta and gamma versions but with the the larger size that aptera has gone with i it means that this vehicle is going to be quite comfortable for a wide range of people in a wide range of sizes you know uh, the in the that uh, that update vehicle you know we can you can see th- i mean there, there are they're renders of it um of what the beta version will look like and the improved interior space it, I, I think uh, what it said is one percent increased frontal area and i i'm gonna post i'm gonna include a link to this in the show notes but i, I posted some images on twitter of the uh, from the the update video uh, pictures of the alpha version and the beta prototype versions of the vehicle and then side by side um, of a a noise analysis that they did and, and the reason why they did the noise analysis is is i guess you can you can get a good idea of where inefficiencies lie in the design based off of noise that is emitting from the car and so you can see for the alpha prototype and the beta prototype the difference where more and less noise is coming from and, and you can also the the renderings it they show a good it, they give you a good approximation of what the shape changes it can be. And, and while these differences are, are very slight, I think you can, you can see, or at least I think you can see that the frontal area does look more rounded. and, and so it, it makes sense why they're saying that there's improved headroom. Um, I, th- I think the vehicle is supposed to accommodate someone who's up to six foot eight or around two meters, a little over two meters tall. And in the recap video, Steve Frambrough, he explicitly states that the, the goal was to make it more comfortable for basically larger passengers. Um, and, you know, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on my conspiracy theory. Well, this is not really conspiracy theory, but I, I'm going to theorize here for a moment that it, if for those who are maybe new to following the electric vehicle space or unaware Norway is actually one of the leading if I think is as th- the highest percentage of electric vehicles to regular regular vehicles on the road of any country in the world and the Norway is also one of the tallest countries on average in the world and so I I wonder yeah, I mean this probably is just probably just coincidental you know making a car larger better headroom you know this this is just one positive impact but you know one of the added benefits of this is is that you want your vehicle to be able to be sold and be successful in the country where the most, the largest percentage of people, you know, it's like one of the most competitive, if not the most competitive electric vehicle markets in the world. And, you know, I'm not going to blame, you know, the size changes on tall Norwegians, but I I can imagine, you know, if there's, you know, one area in the world where it's important to to make accommodations for, you know, that alone would, would justify it. Um, I'm also I'm gonna, in the show notes for this, I'm going to include some links to a YouTube channel. It's called Slow Living, which posted several clips from and uh, Aptera hosted a meetup at their, their headquarters uh, a couple of, we were about a, a week or so ago. and some people posted videos online and, and there's, there's several video clips where you can you can see some walkarounds of the alpha prototypes of the vehicle. And in one in particular highlighted the need, I believe, for the changes that they're making in the beta versions, where, where you can see Chris Anthony, he's getting out of the, the vehicle and he has to duck his head a little bit to, to get out. And in that same clip, he states that in the beta versions, they've, they've lowered the seats by 15 millimeters, which should improve egress and ingress. And then also, if they're improving the, the frontal area space, you know, hopefully that will mitigate the need for someone who's a little bit taller to have to duck or maybe they won't have to duck as much. Um, they're they're also supposed to be improving the, the hip room and, and so it's it you know, they're they're really they're they're really working hard. I mean the, the from a design perspective the the the, the real takeaway is that they're able to make these improvements while also reducing the the, the coefficient of drag for the vehicle. So it's more aerodynamic but it's going to be far more comfortable for a wider range of pe- of, of people, and ov- overall, you know the the size of the vehicle is a key part of the reason why I've reserved one, why I'm interested in Aptera and not say Elio Motors or or Arcamoda. And that's not to to knock Elio Motors or Archimoda or anyone who who owns one of those vehicles. It the the reason why I'm interested in Aptera is not only is it is it big enough to get me and another passenger from point A to point B. It's it's big enough to do anything that I would want to do in a normal car. You know, if you're buying an Aptera, uh, apart from passengers, you're not compromising on 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 anything. You're you're gaining in a lot of areas. Um, it, the the size of the vehicle also means that not only will the passengers they'll have better visibility than, say, a small or even more low-profile vehicle, but perhaps more importantly, other drivers on the road are, are are going to be better able to see the Aptera when it's moving around. Yet this is a common argument that, that uh, again, and this comes from, I think people see the three-wheeled vehicle and they assume that this is it's the size of a, of a golf cart, and the concern is, well, if it's hard for many drivers to see motorcycles as it is, it's going to be impossible for them to see the Aptera as well, and... and that's that's not that's not going to be the case. Not for a car that's as you know, from wheel to wheel tip or excuse me, the the side the width of the vehicle is wide as a Model S and as long as a as a Prius. You know, you know, maybe you're not gonna be able to see it in, in a Hummer, but you know, the that's actually that actually speaks to the issues of of the size creep in SUVs and these monster trucks that we see on a road is they don't have visibility of anything. Which some people think of as as a positive, but it is actually increasing the mortality for for pedestrians and a wide range of people, because when you're driving, you're driving a big suburban, you, you can't see people until and, and so you hit them. So it's a to the extent it's an issue that people in monster trucks can't see in Aptera. people are that's really kind of bearing the lead. the The problem is that those people in the trucks can't see anyone uh, other than other monster trucks. They're 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 a, a you know, I guess b- I'm biased, but they're a scourge of our roads and a and a problem, and y- that that's one of the reasons why I'm glad they're making this out of you know uh, the the this I guess they're anticipating that the safety ratings of the APTERA are going to be very high because increasingly you will need that you will need your car to be to be more and more safe. You know the the roads or the vehicles that they're they're sharing the road with are are unsafe tanks where they people can't see anything out of them in any case the because of the the size this more comfortable vehicle which they've improved in the beta version and you know i i I imagine they can even improve they may be able to improve more between the delta and eventually the the release candidates and in in gamma aptera is perhaps the most practical or will be the most practical two-seater um, and one of the most practical overall vehicles when you consider the range that it's going uh, it's going to have the the cost the the cost of maintenance storage and performance it, it will be one of the most practical vehicles ever made but now just to talk about the downside of, of the size and you know for me personally when it comes to size one of the biggest issues is for a car that is as long as a prius the i I've taught and I'm beating a dead horse here you know two passengers seems like a, a fairly big limitation if you have a family you 100% will need a second car because you you won't be able to have a child seat or anyone riding in the back seat of of an of an Aptera. and perhaps the the bigger issue of the size is 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 selling in other markets and and for this I, I wanted to refer to a comment that I've seen Aptera post on YouTube and other social media sites which is we're speaking to the size and issues in selling in Europe and what they say is I I quote our goal is to sell Aptera worldwide everywhere possible our first three-wheel vehicle may not meet every global markets requirement but we have an EU homologation and certification expert working with us, and we may investigate minor model changes to meet earliest production deliveries. So first, apologize. I don't know that I pronounce um, homologation. Homologation. I don't know if you're supposed to say that. But throwing that out of the way, um, you know that's. I think that's. It's good to know that they're they're focusing on this. The I mean, the, the, the issue that they're referring to or that I think that people immediately see in Europe is that the width of the car and, and it's those front wheels. It's, you know, while the, the monocoque chassis itself, the interior space isn't gigantic, it's not the widest car. With, with those two front wheels that make it as wide as a Model S, it dramatically expands the vehicle's overall footprint and ru- you run into some challenges with vehicle regulations in terms of vehicle width, and in order and in order to it, the problem for APTA is that you know in order to make sure a three-wheeled vehicle has the required stability, they I think that's why the those the front wheels are as wide as they are or as far apart, and so it's not just an easy fix. You can't just go all right. We'll just just move them in. You know that's 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 going to to change i mean they they did the the i mean i guess you know maybe this will this will help and they'll be able to figure this out when they're working with Roush but you know the if if the i think a, the three-wheeled i think it, what's it the, the bar equation you know there's you can find the right stability with three-wheeled vehicles or 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 three legs on an object but if they're too narrow, that that's going to make it far more dangerous and far less stable, and and maybe they would have to make other compromises, um, and th- this also means that it's going to take much longer for the vehicle to, or potentially it might take m- much longer for the vehicle to get to certain markets in Europe because when they're trying to get it certified, you know that you know this. The APTERA might be as wide as a as a as a lorry or a small truck, or in short. And when when I'm thinking about this, the the size of the APTERA and the the changes they have made between Alpha and, and Beta, which have not included shrinking the profile so that you know one one chassis can be sold you know worldwide, and the fact that they've basically you know the fact that they, they've expanded the interior space in between the Alpha and the Beta version. and and really double down on making it it bigger it's and, and looking at this all together i think at the end of the day aptera has made the right decision to focus on building a car that anyone can ride comfortably in and go and basically take on an an adventure without you know worrying you know about you know will i be able to you know to to fit in it or you know uh you know, reasonably. I mean, when you when you get in a car, you know, there's not many cars where you get in where you th- where where people think like, ah, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to fit it. Unless you're talking about, you know, these these urban commuter cars, these these smart cars, and you know, they Aptera didn't want Aptera, uh didn't want their vehicle, their first vehicle, to be positioned in that same market. It's supposed to be an affordable, high-performance EV that is incredibly safe. And, and practical, and their their big goal here is you know, underlying. Not you know, yes, they want to be commercially successful, but they're also trying to change. They are literally trying to change the paradigm of how vehicles are made, and it kind of puts them in the same position that Tesla was in when they made the Roadster. You know, where before the Roadster, um, the the most successful electric vehicle, at least in the U.S was Chevy's EV1. And, and it's a small, compact car. And people had this idea in their mind of what an electric vehicle was and wasn't. And what an electric vehicle definitely was not is a high-performance, sporty, attractive-looking, fast car. You know, a car that 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 you could brag about, that you could boast about, that, that looks as good as any sports car on the road. It just happens to have... And an electric motor and a battery in that also makes it, you know, lowers the maintenance costs and makes it makes it hyper efficient. Um, you know, with Aptera, they're focusing on on establishing the idea that hyper efficiency, or that hyper efficiency is the way of the future, and they need to demonstrate similarly that how the roadster needed to show that oh, you know, an electric vehicle can do everything that an internal combustion engine can can do. Aptera needs to show that a hyper-efficient vehicle can do not just anything that an internal combustion engine vehicle can do but also anything that that in an EV that you also might, might um, in the same segment uh, can do and the first impression which is the most important you're establishing a brand that people should have uh, will be the capabilities of the car and not the restrictions you know in and, and that way this is where I see the ceiling for Elio and and um, uh, uh, Arcimoto. If they decide that they want to they want to build a bigger vehicle in the future, they're going to have to overcome the fact that the customers that have bought into the most are expecting a small compact car and that the people who don't want to buy into um, Elio or Arcimoto see it as this hyper-small compact car that you could basically park you know you know any direction in a in a parking space you you could fit four of them in the same parking spot as a a normal car which is great for for urban environments but they're going to have to fight against that if they want to expand whereas Aptera is just is trying to show that efficiency is is the way and you know, if if this thing ends up as one of the safest cars on the road because of its composite materials and its Formula One car, you know, monocoque chassis design, and it's quicker than a Porsche 911 and has more storage than a two-door Honda Accord or or Civic, um, then then when people when people experience that for the first time, similar to how it shifted people's minds around electric vehicles with a Tesla Roadster, a similar thing is going to happen with this first this first Aptera, which is, oh, wow, you know, like, I, I can take this anywhere. I could take this car off-roading. You, you, the first time you see someone, um, you go camping, and you see someone with the, the camping package within an Aptera, and they've got um, uh, multiple coolers in, in the back seat, or or I guess to use the, the Soul commercial, the first time you see someone going surfing on a beach, and they've got all the supplies they need, you know, that that's going to, that will be... The key inflection point that will establish the the first impression in people's minds as to what is Aptera, what does the car do, what is it for, and and what is it capable of. And you can think of the reverse scenario, where night where Aptera focused on a smaller vehicle, perhaps one that was only suited where they were saying they were upfront where where it's important for you to be under six foot four or one point nine meters and and it can be sold more easily worldwide but you know now you're talking about there's less surface area on the car you know this is not that much smaller but potentially less surface area for the solar which means less self-charging capability less overall all storage interior in the car and there's a fewer range of body sizes and body types that can comfortably fit in one and so even if down the line a 4 door version comes out that's bigger the tone that that's been set in people's mind with the first time they saw Aptera was like oh that that was a car that I saw someone who looked at who was shorter than me struggle to get out of and I knew immediately that I would never want to get in that car and and it it's your your mind is made up, and you've you've kind of limited yourself going forward. And so to wrap things up, I'm I'm glad that APTERA has gone in the direction that they did, because I think this is a a more long term. This is this is the best. Way, this is the way that you you kind of put the stake in the ground. You know this is, if this is if you're a, a a small household or a single person, the APTERA that they're making. Is going to meet all of your needs, and at some point down the line, if your family grows, when they come out with their second car, you know that's gonna that's where you're gonna be able to have more passengers, um, even more storage. But you'll know that you know this is not a compromised vehicle. This is not a modified golf cart. This is a this is a real car for for real people. As as you find them and as you see them all around the world. <laughs> next up i wanted to talk about an update on fundraising um it, it they've they were very public about the fact or aptera was very public about the fact that they were going to open up a new fundraising round and I, I think they they sent out the links around the time of the the last webinar with the goal of raising 50 million dollars um and as of midnight last night that was um June 19th or Juneteenth here in the United States, they have stopped accepting new investments because they surpassed their original funding goal. It, it, that means, and in other words, they, they raised $50 million in just over the, the space of, of a couple of weeks, which is just which is absolutely incredible. And it, and it really shows the growing interest in the, the company. You know, On that note of, of growing interest... The uh, local San Diego news channel actually ran a couple of segments on Aptera last week. I'm going to include the links to that in the show notes as well. It's, I, I recommend checking them out for just some some more perspective on the type of questions that people who are new to Aptera what they're interested in and and how they they react to it. You know, in the the first clip, there's there's a bit of a gag going on where the Jetsons music is playing throughout the the entire clip. Um, uh, I will say. If you don't want to troll yourself and, and see the kind of comments that, or, or maybe if you do, the, the kind of, uh, I guess, some, some more bad faith criticisms of, of Aptera, you know, check out the YouTube comments on those, those videos. It, you, you both will and won't be surprised, I guess, what, what people's reactions are to the car. But in any case, congratulations to the team at Aptera on the successful funding round and I'm looking forward to seeing this develop more and with that that concludes episode 16 of the apt evs podcast I hope you found this episode interesting and thank you as always for listening if you enjoy this podcast, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow the Aptera movement and, and continue to grow this podcast as well. Uh, this podcast is available on pretty much every podcasting platform including Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions or feedback including corrections, please send them to aptevspodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at apt underscore podcast. You can also send in audio messages through the the anchor fm website um, either on desktop or or mobile thank you to os50 for the song movies and in the words of jeff canada think about what you put out into the world make it a better place